Profiles in Cinemania. Richard E. Grant. Ah, I didn't notice you there. Won't you sit down? Ah, we have here the 2003 Hermitage Cuvée Catalan. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. Ah, yes, and this, of course, is an 1811 Chateau de Kim. Incredibly rare find. What a treat. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, 61 Chateau Latour. Need I say more? A marvellous drop of the good stuff. Mm, mm. Uh, oh, I believe we also have, ah, uh, yes, a Chateau Margot from 2000. Uh, cheeky young ingenue, no? <laughs> Lovely. As you have no doubt already guessed, these are the finest wines known to humanity. I want them here. I want them now. Of course, not everyone gets to make such an outrageous demand of their unfortunate sommelier and get away with it, but in 1987, a rough and bedraggled Richard E. Grant did exactly that in the now-classic dropout art student movie to rule them all with nail and eye. The world was introduced to a wild and unpredictable talent specialized in playing characters who could ooze charm and genteel good manners one moment, climbing the walls in a mad fugue the next. Born Richard Grant Esterhuizen in Eswatini, formerly known as Swaziland in southern Africa, he lived and studied in Africa until he came to England in 1982 to pursue an acting career. He is still a dual citizen of Britain and Eswatini, and he used to wear a watch on each wrist, one set to each time zone, a hand in each nation, you might say. And what must it have been like moving from the baking African heat to the sodden wet streets of London? Richard E. Grant was raised with English manners, but he only came to these shores as an adult, an outsider looking to make a place for himself in a society both familiar and alien. That status as an outsider who somehow knows how to play by all the rules seems to have described many choices he made as an actor. In Withnail and I, he played the titular Withnail, a wild madman abuser of drugs and alcohol and then went on to even more berserk fury as the reptilian hyper-capitalist Dennis Dimbleby Bagley in How to Get Ahead in Advertising two years later. One moment he would be a charming romantic lead in Hollywood fare like Jack and Sarah, effortlessly playing the put-upon English everyman, and the next he'd be a raving lunatic put in charge of the asylum in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hawkish media mogul in Spice World to upper-class toff in The Age of Innocence and Portrait of a Lady. Richard E. Grant was always wildly spinning from one thing to another. As soon as he carved out a niche as a dangerous wild young man, he started to appear in costume dramas. The moment he was seen as a charming upper-class sort at home in tweeds and tuxedos, he would play comically over-the-top villains. In Hudson Hawk, opposite Sandra Burnett, he was practically a living cartoon, and for what it's worth, I loved every moment. Considering the idea of duality, he has appeared as a nefarious Doctor Who villain, the evil great intelligence, if you must know, and also the Doctor himself in a brief cameo for a charity one-off special. Now, technically that wasn't canon, but then it was written by Russell T. Davis, who went on to be the most successful showrunner of the series and did consider Richard E. Grant for the role, for real. He later, of course, did play the main man himself in one of the animated dramas. It's a whole non-linear, non-subjective ball of timey-wimey acting jobs. Here's another link. 
He was in the Oscar-winning short film Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life in 1995, which was directed by none other than Peter Capaldi, who would later be the 12th incarnation of the Doctor. Crazy. He's never been out of work for long, always bouncing between projects. He's written a memoir, released a unisex cologne, and even been in a Garfield movie sequel. If you want me to pin down Richard E. Grant, I'm afraid you'll be disappointed. There are simply too many contradictions, too many left-field choices and bizarre performances. But I will say this, sometimes it takes an outsider to understand the inside. When you're too close, you miss what's really going on. Someone coming in from outside gets to enjoy an objective viewpoint. Case in point, remember that first role as the belligerently perma-drunk withnail? Richard E. Grant is allergic to alcohol. He can't touch a drop without feeling sick. He played one of the most gloriously drunken reprobates in cinema without even getting toasty. Call that the advantage of having an outside view. Profiles in Cinemania is a production of the Cinemania Society, LLC. This episode was written and performed by Andy Slack. Music by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio.